Section 22 of Birds and All Nature, Volume 6, Number 5, December 1899. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Abai in October 2016. The Wild Cat, Lynx Rufus, by CCM. The species of lynx found in forests in the United States is the red or bay lynx. Its popular name is wild cat, but it is a true lynx with the ear tufts characteristic of that group and differs from the other members of it principally in the color of its fur. It is a resident of every part of the United States from ocean to ocean. The general color is usually red but darker and sometimes nearly black along the backbone, while under the body it is whitish and on the breast pure white. The entire fur, except the breast, is covered with spots and streaks of darker fur. The length of the body and head is about 53 inches, and the tail is 6 inches long. The color of the fur is of a brighter red in summer and a darker brownish red in winter. Different writers have classified several species of the American lynx, including the Texas lynx, which is found in Texas and Southern California, the Oregon lynx, which inhabits northern Oregon and Washington. There is also a Florida lynx. It is believed there is not much justification for these divisions, which Brehm says are based principally upon the different markings of the fur and that in a general way it may be said that the specimens obtained from southern climates have shorter fur, which is more brightly colored and more distinctly spotted than those from the northern regions, but otherwise these animals do not differ in their habits and characteristics, which are those of the lynx group in general. The natural home of the wild cat is a dense forest abounding in deep thickets and game, it rarely seeks sparsely wooded sections. Sometimes it will hunt the hare even on the plain, and a prairie fire will drive it to the neighborhood of settlements. It is capable of great endurance in walking, can leap an astonishing distance, climbs well, and is said to be a good swimmer. Its sense of hearing is very acute, and its sight keen. It is a night prowler, hiding at the dawn of day and remaining still until evening. The wild cat selects for its lair a deep thicket, a cavern or hole in a tree trunk. As the shades of evening fall, says Brehm, it becomes active. During the day it seems as rigid as a statue, but at night it sets out and on the first part of its journey makes frequent pauses, like those made by the domestic cat previous to entering an enclosure that appears to threaten danger. Only a very inexperienced person could mistake the spoor of the lynx for that of any other animal. The imprint is very deep owing to the strength of the paw, which exceeds that of a large wolf. It is very round, and, as the claws are hidden, it is blunt in front. The pace is short compared with the size of the imprints made. The spoor takes a form something like that of a row of pearls, Anyone who has once seen it is sure to recognize it again. The wild cat seems clumsy, 
its body is heavy but it possesses the agility of its kind and surpasses them in rapidity of movement and endurance almost all animals and birds are its prey although only the strongest lynx will attack deer in temperate climates it is detested by the farmer and sportsman as it kills more than it needs for its sustenance often merely lapping the blood of its victim and eating only the choicest portions in the south it will not return a second time to this food but in the north where game is scarce it always returns remaining near the carcass until it is all eaten the wildcat has been tamed but it has not been found to be a very attractive animal to handle when angry lewis gives the following report of a female that he kept he says a few months sufficed to teach my young lynx her name lucy when during a hunting expedition i would call out this name together with those of numerous dogs she would always respond to her own name but to no other her training had been very easy and had reached such a point that when she was engaged in a passionate but forbidden chase of hares sheep or poultry and i called her she would stop instantly and return like a guilty dog crouching low on the ground and pleading for mercy when she was too far away to hear our voices the report of a gun was sufficient to call her back in breathless haste lucy took part in all my autumnal hunting trips when she got sight of a poor hare she at once engaged in hot pursuit and in spite of her great excitement she always had enough reasoning power to gauge the distance and to approximate the difference between the hare's speed and her own she would obey only my brother's and my own summons and showed no respect to any other persons when we were both absent for a whole day nobody could control her and then woe be unto the careless chicken or the thoughtless goose during our absence she would as soon as it became dusk climb on the roof lean against the chimney and go to sleep as soon as our carriage came into the yard late at night she sprang to the stairs in a few bounds if i then called her name she would come to me quickly put her strong forepaws on my shoulders and purring and rubbing herself against me she would follow me into the room and prepare to pass the night on the bed or the lounge the fur of the lynx is very valuable the scandinavian specimens are counted among the largest and finest siberia and russia furnish many thousands of skins the flesh is said to be very palatable it is light-coloured and tender like the best veal and is free from the disagreeable taste so common in game the lynx was known to the ancients but was exhibited much more rarely in rome than the lion and leopard because even then it was so much more difficult to take alive the one that pompey exhibited had been captured in gaul the life of the wild cat in the natural state was shrouded in mystery which left room for many fables end of section twenty two